This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast going to discuss a couple moves the Denver Broncos made as they are starting to make some of their veteran cuts and some early surprises to many. Maybe not so much to me. I'll tell you why I saw some of these coming and why these changes, what they mean, what they're going to be for certain players on this team. Because I tell you what, some of these players now being cut, that also means some players may make this team. So that's all coming up today on the Broncos Blitz Podcast. But first, our friends over there at Pro Football Focus, prepare to win this season with PFF Fantasy. I tell you what, if you had your fantasy drafts over the weekend, well, you probably used the Pro Football Focus data and analytics, in-depth stats to give you a massive edge over your competition. Use the data-driven projections and matchup tools to find breakout players. Sit back and follow Jeff Ratcliffe's expert rankings all season long. So now set your lineups because of it, because you don't want to waste another season guessing at well, which players to to fade or use in this lineup or draft here or there. Use the PFF analytics to optimize every draft pick, trade offer, and DFS lineup. So you can sign up at profootballfocus.com. That's PFF25, promo code for not 10, not 15. How about 25% off your order? And if you're a high-stakes player, join that PFF Elite. Use the promo code PFF25 for 25% off your order. Of course, they got the green line as well, too, for the game picks of NFL and college games. Green line shows you which picks have the highest confidence to beat the spread, money line, and over under. So join PFF today and prepare to win. PFF.com. Use the promo code PFF25. On the podcast, uh, I mentioned that there was going to be some cuts, uh, and they're actually coming a little bit earlier than I thought they were. Uh, the Denver Broncos announced earlier this morning that Zach Kerr has been cut from the team as uh, the veteran longtime Bronco is um, uh, going to be looking for a new team. And, uh, you know, somebody that uh, I mentioned on the radio show a little bit earlier this morning, actually, we were talking about it. And I just don't know if this is a, a guy who really showed out or um, um, made more plays than the guys behind him. It's, I guess it's simply put, that's really what happened. Um, also, guys released today, Nick Williams as well as Dakota Watson. Vic Fangio on the releases today saying, quote, one thing was that I wanted to give them both an extra week ahead of a major cut down to possibly hook on with another team. We felt good about the other guys at those positions. 
one of those, um, if you will, courtesy cuts. You know, it's a, it's unfortunate that you obviously have to part ways, but look, this team's got to get down to 53 at some point, and uh, they got to start making those decisions. And when you know that you're not keeping a guy on, and he is a veteran, you try to make the courtesy cut to give them an optimal amount of time to find a team, find a location, make sure that they don't get lost in the noise, if you will, of cut day, which of course uh, there's only one more, there's only one cut day nowadays, as uh, that switched a couple years ago, now basically the important day for the Denver Broncos when they want to go from their roster down to 53, I believe August 31st, which if we do the math and I check my calendar... It's going to be Saturday. So you don't want to get lost in that weekend noise. It's kind of a courtesy to these veterans. If you know you're not moving forward with Zach Kerr, you are essentially saying, hey, we thank you so much for everything, but we want you to hook on with another team. We're going to release you early so that we know that you have at least that opportunity. You don't get lost in the noise. Dakota Watson was the other law, uh, the other release an outside linebacker. Somebody who actually maybe surprised some more than others because – Dakota Watson actually made a couple good plays in the preseason, but just didn't seem like he was truly uh, somebody who could cut through and, and didn't really become that guy who who grabbed everybody's attention. And, uh, you know, the emergence of Malik Reed certainly plays a factor here. And uh, because of Malik's Reed emerge, Malik Reed's emergence, you know, that, that may be somebody who just could not... Um, truly uh, find himself a roster spot is, look, Denver's going to be in a pinch. And I'm going to talk about the wide receiver position here in a second, but you got to imagine that the idea of keeping three quarterbacks, very much a possibility. The idea of keeping six wide receivers, very much a possibility. You're keeping a lot of guys in the secondary, and you also obviously want to keep somewhere around the idea of 9 to 11 offensive linemen. That's a lot of roster spots that you got to dedicate to someone. So these cuts got to be made in some way, shape, or form. Now, when it comes to the D-line, when it comes to Zach Kerr, a big reason why he isn't going to make this roster is because of the performance on uh, his competition. Really simply put, uh, Deshaun, uh, excuse me, Demarcus Walker and Mike Purcell have really come on strong, and they've really been solid players this preseason. Now, everybody knows that I have beat the drum for Demarcus Walker, and he has been a player this preseason. He's going to make the roster, it does appear. And Mike Purcell also, as uh, Vic Fangio said, done well for themselves, so we'll see how it goes uh, also could be the case for Deshaun Williams as well, too, on that D-line as Denver starts to craft their defense, at least on the depth side of things. But look, Purcell, uh, uh, Coach Fangio had a lot to say about him in his presser today. said, quote, he can play anywhere along the line because he can do it mentally. He's strong enough. He's not ideally suited to be an end, but he can do it in a pinch. That versatility, obviously going to go a long way for you at the defensive line position. Also going to go a long way for wide receiver. Okay, when we talked about this before with River Craycraft, somebody who's in special teams, potentially a returner, also make a contribution on offense. We talk about this now with Jawan Winfrey, big little tackle he made in his preseason game on the special team side of things. That also giving the Denver Broncos versatility. 
Did it give versatility, though, to Nick Williams? Not so much. He also was cut today. Uh, this is uh, somebody who, look, was a long shot to make this roster, brought in during camp, got some workout, got some film that he's going to be able to use and show other teams, but obviously just not equipped to make this roster as a veteran. And that's okay. Uh, you know, the, Nick Williams getting a chance with the Broncos where otherwise he may not have gotten a chance. But look, this is a Denver team that was pretty solidified, I think, at wide receiver, at least when it comes to the first four. We all knew that Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, and I'm going to scratch in Tim Patrick there. We're going to make this roster. It was essentially coming down to their fifth and sixth spots. If they did keep a sixth, I do believe that they will. I think they're going to go with uh, River Craycraft and Jawan Winfrey as their fifth and sixth wide receivers. You keep a Jawan Winfrey around because you know what? He has made some plays, and this is a guy you did spend a sixth-round pick on, and he is contributing on special teams. You like that a lot. I'm going to keep Jawan Winfrey on the roster, and then I'm keeping River Craycraft on because of the return situation. Also giving you more depth. Somebody who you're probably not going to rely on when it comes to the offensive side of things, but certainly somebody who you want around uh, for the versatility and depth. And then somebody who can play special teams, obviously, as a returner. Not the most ideal returner, but certainly somebody who can catch the ball and uh, play that role. So it's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled spirit chef Andrea Varela and that Locally sourced, rotating, seasonally fair is just tremendous. Go on over there to Tap14 on the web. That's Tap14.com. couple updates from practice today. Vic Fangio talking about inside linebacker Todd Davis, He will if he will practice this week. And unfortunately for Bronco fans, they're not going to like to hear this. He said, quote, no, he won't practice this week. He's progressing, but not at the rate we had hoped. We talk about health. Real, real big deal for this Denver Broncos team. We also talk about health on the offensive side of things, on how Jake Butt is doing physically after the Rams game. He said, quote, came out good after the game, just a little sore right now. He did not practice. He had some residual effects, which I think is to be expected to a degree. He got 11 or 12 plays the other night at a full-speed tempo, which I don't think he had practiced more than 20 plays in a couple of days had he practiced. I was expecting some of that. We probably won't see him practice today. Give him an extra day off. Normally after a game you get two days off, although they're here, but you don't hit the field. We're going to give him that day right now. So what's to make of it? Because, look, Jake Butt, um, this is a guy who is uber-talented. Uber-talented. I asked the question before training camp, what is it going to take for Jake Butt to make this roster? And I said the answer was a stellar training camp. Okay, In the middle of training camp, when he wasn't seeing the field, I said to myself, there was not going to be a way that Jake Butt was going to make this roster unless they get hit with injuries again. All of a sudden, here we go. Now you have the injury to Noah Fant, which, by the way, seems minor. Did get uh, a little dinged up. He was practicing, but seems minor. But regardless... A injury. You had the injury to Austin Fort, whose season is now over. And then all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, okay, well maybe Jake Butt can stick around here. Uh, they end up signing uh, a free agent off the street there, and, and there's more competition. Is Jake Butt going to make this roster, even though with the limited practice and limited gameplay, he finally gets in the game. 
He looks all right, I guess. You know, somebody who contributed, made some plays here or there, ended up with two catches, but nothing groundbreaking by any means. Was it too little too late? That is the question we are asking now. And I still think the answer is yes. Look, this is just a guy who who cannot stay healthy, has not been able to really show you anything when it comes to flashing that that talent that you saw in college and somebody who can be relied upon for uh, you know going out there and and making catches and somebody who can really be a solid quality depth guy. You know the problem is 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 right now. The guy is barely seeing the field, and when he does see the field, then he's got to have several days off just to recoup from that because he's still recurring from the injury, and and I, I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Um, certainly that could change. One more preseason game coming up on Thursday. We'll see how Jake Butt reacts to that Thursday game and see if he can really make some plays and really get some time on the field and you know, if he does, all of a sudden, maybe the narrative changes. But if he doesn't, I'm just not sure if it's going to work out. I'm just not sure, which is a shame because we talk about injuries and how they could rob somebody of of so much potential and talent because they're just so uber-talented out of college. And, you know, one of the minds that come to mind over the weekend is Andrew Luck. And I want to get into that on the Broncos Blitz podcast here. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter, and of course, always you can find me on uh, my radio show, which is uh, every single weekday, mornings at 7 a.m. You can follow me on Twitter, and of course, find links at milehighsports.com. That's where you can stream it if you are out of state. That is 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, by the way, where I'm on every single morning on Mile High Sports Radio 104.7 and discussing the Broncos and all the great stuff that goes around this team, the discussions, the player profiles, interview. Hoping hoping to have Jawan Winfrey a little bit later this week on the show, by the way. Quick little teaser. We talked about uh, injuries and how they affect these players and how they can rob these players of all-star games, you know, Pro Bowls, fame, fortune, money, whatever may be the case. And it really is unfortunate that we saw one of the talented quarterbacks of this decade, Andrew Luck, retire over the weekend. Of course, his news broke during the Broncos game on Saturday night. It just sent social media in a frenzy. It's a guy who later went up to the podium, thanked all his former teammates, thanked his current team, the owner, Jim Irsay, the fans, and everybody that helped him get there. He thanked the medical team, and that's a long list of medical professionals that's been helping him over the last four years where he talked about just feeling the pain, constantly rehabbing, the constant frustration, and finally it broke about two, three weeks ago where he said, you know what, is this even worth it anymore? And it turns out it looks like it is. And um, unfortunately, or it turns out it, it isn't worth it anymore. And it is time to walk away. And that's exactly what Andrew Luck is doing, retiring from the NFL at the age of 29. And this is a big, big deal because it sends a ripple effect all across the NFL. And how does it affect the Broncos? Look, this is a Broncos team that I think most people, with Andrew Luck starting, they looked at week eight and they said, that's a loss. That's a loss in Indy. All of a sudden now, Jacoby Brissett, Potentially Chad Kelly? Question mark? Don't know. But I think you count that as a win now. All of us, it flips the script that much for the Denver Broncos. And uh, look, you know, Andrew Luck, it's, it's really unfortunate that we saw that, that loss because uh, you know, the NFL is a worse place 
without Andrew Luck. It's fun to watch the kid. He is a talented, amazing quarterback who can make some plays the dime. Of course, I, I think back to the, what was it, the 38-10 comeback victory that he had. I mean, geez, the guy was just a magician when it comes to uh, getting the ball downfield. He was a load to handle for defensive players. He was incredibly accurate. He was a great leader and a great person. Of course, everybody's going to remember Andrew Luck as that guy who every single time he got tackled, he said, oh, nice play, 58, or oh, nice play, 94. Nice hit. Good job. And the defensive player is looking at him like, what did you just say to me? (laughs) Did you just compliment me? What'd you say? That's the kind of guy Andrew Luck is. And it's a shame that the NFL loses him because he's an incredible talent and uh, somebody that I will miss watching. But certainly when it comes to affecting the Broncos, it's a big deal because now week eight, all of a sudden, that could be a game that, uh, look, they may end up winning that game where otherwise that could have been a loss. It's Broncos Blitz Podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14 and our friends at Pro Football Focus. And by the way, speaking of that preseason game, some standout guys. Justin Hollins looked good. Hey, had a nice little tackle for a loss. I believe led the team in tackles as well, too, as his comfort level is getting higher and higher. He said, quote, today on the um the practice field to the media. He said, I feel pretty comfortable out there getting reps during games, practice, constantly going against competition with our team and then with other teams. I'm just feeling better, end quote. Holland's a nice little tackle on fourth and short as well, too. Nice little stonewall. You like to see those from those players. Keyshawn Beria as well, too, with the red zone stop at the goal line, prevented seven. You like to see that. Uh, This is a Broncos team that, look, we've kind of, Kind of harped on them on depth. You know, it's nice to see these guys make some plays and certainly become a factor in these games. Uh, Juwan Winfrey, also in that game, of course, I mentioned earlier, had that big special teams tackle. He's been talking about uh, how he's been regressing through camp. His focus is a little bit better and how he continues to show why he deserves a spot, the six-round pick out of Colorado. He's been working, of course, uh, with Joe Flacco who uh, has been guiding him as far as a, uh, a a veteran beacon, if you will, for these young rookies. And I think because of it, he, he feels a little bit more at home. You know, J- Juwan Winfrey is a guy who, look, you expect his head to be spinning. You expect a guy to be, you know, like, oh, my God, nerve-wracking. You know, this could be my final week in the NFL, period. I mean, you just never know. Every single opportunity, when will it come around in the NFL? Will it ever come around? It may never come around, and often it never does for these players. But yet, he said, quote, not really. Not for me. I'm trusting God, trusting the process, and trusting myself. I'm going to continue to put my best out there on film and just continue to show why I deserve to be out here and continue to grow each week. That was Jawan Winfrey today to the media talking about if this is a nerve-wrecking week for him, and he just said, no. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do me. I'm gonna trust the process, trust in God, and trust in myself to make some plays. And you know what? I think that's gonna earn him a roster. I have him on my final 53 prediction. And I'll be writing, by the way, about that prediction at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com, where I'll be writing all about uh, who I think will make or miss the roster. When it comes to the veteran cuts today, Dakota Watson, Zach Kerr, and Nick Williams. I have to be honest, um, and and I mean this with all due respect to to the three cut. I wish them well. Uh, not as surprised. Uh, we saw Demarcus Walker and 
the uh, presence of Mike Purcell as well as Deshaun Williams really start to come on strong, and I think that made Zach Kerr a little bit of a cap structure expendable player. Same kind of goes for Dakota Watson, who uh, has seen... We've seen some progression from the linebackers, at least the young core. Of course, the big one standing out is Malik Reed. And uh, look, Nick Williams, I, I just don't know if this was a guy who was going to make the roster. It was interesting to see him uh, come out in camp and stuck around for uh, two weeks, I believe it was, two, three weeks, but not uh, so much the the situation here in Denver. Is Look, they're stacked at wide receiver when it comes to um, – you know they they don't they aren't super tall at wide receiver and i don't mean tall by height what i mean is by just overall play they're more of a inch tall mile wide stance as opposed to the top heavy we've got one star corner one star wide receiver who's top 5 in the league and then just kind of everybody else so they're not you know a foot tall inch wide they're an inch tall mile wide if that makes sense. You still follow me? I was never good at measurements. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by our friends over there at Tap 14 as well as our friends at Pro Football Focus. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And of course, the morning show. Hopefully you join me for the morning show. Is uh, It's a lot of fun. 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on Mile High Sports, FM 1047 AM 1340 and always streaming live at milehighsports.com. I Often stream that show, not only on Facebook, but also on Twitter as well, too. So, again, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. I am all done for the daily podcast. I'll be back tomorrow with some more news. Of course, the Broncos practicing today. Well, we'll see when the cuts happen. I imagine if there's any more veteran cuts, we will hear about them. So stay tuned to MyLifeSports.com for all the cuts, discussions, and news as we go through training camp into Well, the end of preseason and the regular season coming up in, what, two weeks? Oh, baby. They're going to be cutting down to 53 this Saturday, and then we are on to the real thing. Of course, Broncos play this Thursday night as well, too. That'll be against old friend he who shall not be named Vance Joseph and the Arizona Cardinals. I'll be at that game. I'll be covering it for MyLifeSports.com and all the different things going on. So be sure to stay tuned for that. I am all done for the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. And again, for all things Broncos and the MileHighSports.com, that is where you're going to find it. That's MileHighSports.com. MileHighSports.com. See you all.